Support for MVY's Shakedown Stream comes from Praxis Consulting Incorporated, working with insurance companies to increase their profitability through subrogation and recovery efforts. They're committed to improved recoveries, best practices, and better yield. More info by emailing info at praxisconsulting.com. Hey now, this is Shakedown Stream, and I'm Jer Beer. We are streaming live Grateful Dead right here on MVY Radio, mvyradio.com.
Yeah. 
Right on. There's the Grateful Dead doing Althea and open up with My Brother Esau. Those two songs from 1028, 1984. The Dead at the Berkeley Community Theater in Berkeley, California. Well, right on. Hey, welcome to Shakedown Stream. This is episode 610. And uh, yeah, I'm Jer Bear. And I'm glad to have you here. It's nice to be in the hot seat. And I'm getting excited. Dead and Company. They're coming to the East Coast. They're going to be doing two nights, as you guys all know. Halloween and the next night at Madison Square Garden. Right there at Penn Station. The big drum. Right above all the activity in New York. Well, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those two songs, you know, Garcia, ooh, sounded a little rough, but... That's how they sounded in 1984 on this day, October 28th. And uh, as we get ready for our feature show this week, we're going to be going to 1979 after doing a whole mess of 89 shows. So it's good to do a little go-to-heaven songs. Why don't we keep on going? Why don't we go a little bit further back? Let's go to 1977, The Grateful Dead in Kansas City, as we get lined up for this week's stream right here on MVY Radio.
Thank you. Well, that's the kind of Grateful Dead that'll blow your ears out. And good night. And good night to you, Mr. Phil Lesh. That's Casey Jones, Encore, from 102877 show at the Soldiers and Sailors Memorial Hall in Kansas City. Kansas City, Missouri. And then before that, a passenger, also from the same show. So can you hear a dead tune and know what time period that the song comes from? If you were listening to Passenger, you could hear the piano of Keith Gaucho. You would know, like, oh, this is before Brent. Nice. 1028-77. Good show. 1977 is that year that I'm always discovering, like, oh, wow, man, these these October 77 shows are good, too. Oh, goody, goody, goody. Well, World Series... And, uh, man, I kind of thought maybe the Nationals would sweep, but the Astros are putting up a really good fight. And, uh, you know, I'm a, an American League fan, so, all right. Lock him up. Lock him up. Well, we got drenched here on Sunday here on the island. It just rained. Holy Toledo. But one thing it did is it took all the leaves. It knocked all the leaves off the trees. So I was so glad that I didn't do any raking of leaves on Saturday because I would have been doing double the amount of work. If you don't do anything, nature will just take care of it. You know, the if you don't rake it, um, you wait a little while, there'll be a big wind and just blow all the leaves somewhere else. But of course, you know, we are New Englanders here and we're Yankees and we, we need jobs to do. We need to stay busy feel like we're taking care of things, right? Right. Well, cool. I'm grooving. Yeah, I'm getting psyched. You know, I rarely leave the island, so this is a big deal. But I'm hooking up with Colonel Mojave, one of my old dear friends, who um, we connected at a Jerry Garcia band show. We were 15, maybe, I think 15 years old. And uh, we saw a great show, and we were excited. And we've stayed buds ever since. And uh, before I want to go, like my, th- uh, I want to send my wet and moist sympathies to our friends out in California as these fires rage. Oh, my God. Well, what are we going to do? Um, this is the third He's Gone ever performed by the dead, which takes us to April 29th, 1972, Hamburg, West Germany. And we heard this one maybe earlier in the year, but listen for this one. See if you see any developments or maturity in this song. As we listen to He's Gone right here on MVY Radio.
That's Chinatown Shuffle. Yeah, how about that? Pigpen doing a song called Chinatown Shuffle. Yeah, that's from 4-29-72 in Hamburg, Germany. And apparently, I think Pigpen sang that song on every show that the Dead did on the Europe 72 tour. It's a short song, but every show. And it's his song, meaning that, you know, uh, just that. He wrote the damn song. As Bernie would say, I wrote the damn song. He wrote the lyrics. He wrote the music. It's a great tune. Before that, He's Gone, the third one ever performed by the Grateful Dead. And by that time, on this version, we got to hear... Jerry Garcia sing the bridge by himself. And I believe this is the first time that that bridge existed, that it was performed in the song, He's Gone. And you may be wondering why we're on this trip with this song. And it struck me is that this was a song that we all kind of have an association with. But it was, um, I just thought I was tickled by the idea that Robert Hunter wrote it to the band, like I told you, like a train, like a like a rat in a train ditch. But anyway, nothing left to do but smile, smile, smile. And this song would go on to be a great song for the band. And it would take on many different associations, you know. Certainly if anybody died, and people would think about Pigpen, they would think about uh, anybody that was a tragic loss, not just maybe in the band's realm, but in our own realm. You know, we could use that song for ourselves, for our own story, for our own narrative of what was going on. And that's what's great about the songs. I was reading a interview that was done with Garcia around 1979, and the interviewer asked him, about writing songs with Robert Hunter. And, you know, he, Garcia said, well, you know, I edit a lot of the songs. Some of Robert Hunter's songs were really long, like 90 stanzas. You know, there's no way he was going to keep all those lyrics in the song. But when he would edit and keep certain lyrics, you know, he was looking for the, the vagueness, the mysteriousness and keeping that song like that. And Robert Hunter knew that about Jerry Garcia, too. I mean, they they were in tune, as they would be. Well, speaking about Dead and Company, yeah, this Thursday, Halloween, woo, they're going to be playing Madison Square Garden. Let's do a little flashback, even though this was not too long ago, Dead and Company in Charlotte, North Carolina. Check it out.
Mississippi Half Step with the Toodly Doo. That's Dead and Company from 628-19-2019 in Charlotte, North Carolina. Very nice. I uh, am digging the Bobby and John Mayer singing back and forth. And of course, uh, there's a lot of good singing going on. I would say this last summer was the best Dead and Company that I've heard. And uh, it was kind of the first time that I thought, they're sounding really good. Like, it's really clicking. It's good stuff. And O'Teal Burbage uh, singing To Lay Me Down. Last week we heard A Fire on the Mountain uh, doing other tunes that were like, oh, cool. Um, These songs are being sung because he can step up and sing them. Hey, let's do some Bare Essentials and... I always wonder um, sometimes when I do Bare Essentials, like, have I done this before? Let's find out if that's true with this one. This is Leslie West doing sound checks with a song that the dead covered. Let's check it out right here on Shakedown Stream. Yo. Oh, 
<laughs> right on. That's Leslie West doing Spoonful. Classic blues tune. Lord knows we heard Bobby Weir do that tune coming out of trucking or other times. But that's Leslie West. And if you don't know, Leslie West was big uh, and became worldwide and recognized in 1969 as the guitarist and singer in the rock band Mountain. And he's really famous for his guitar work on Mississippi Queen. Pretty cool. But in the band Mountain, he was famous for songs like Nantucket Sleigh Ride, Never In My Life, Don't Look Around, Blood of the Sun, Dreams of Milk and Honey. And uh, he had a big influence on Bands like Deep Purple, that song Mississippi Queen, that was um, an amazing song. Yeah, that's Leslie West from a CD called Soundcheck. I believe it came out in like 2015. Yeah, covers a couple other tunes, but man, he's a hard rocking guitar player. Leslie West from the band Mountain. And if you look at some of the old Dead Bass uh, you know, bands that opened or played with the band, uh, with the Grateful Dead, uh, and shared the poster with the Grateful Dead, Mountain was one of the bands. Cool. Well, I never even told you what our featured show is going to be this week, and this is episode 610. How about that? We're going to go to the Cape Cod Coliseum, 10-27-79. And yeah, they played two nights in Yarmouth. It's hard to believe. You know, I uh, I live on the Cape and the Islands. When people refer to our weather, uh, they'll say, "Well, there's going to be uh, big wind and big rain on the Cape and the Islands." Uh, but uh, Cape Cod is not known for big rock concerts or big venues. But in October of 1979, the Dead played two nights in Yarmouth. Massachusetts, Yarmouth, Cape Cod, um, which I don't think doesn't exist anymore. When I think of Yarmouth, I think of uh, um, the motor vehicles department where you can go get your license renewed. But they played two really cool shows. And also in October of 1979, here they were with their new guitar uh, keyboard player, Brent Midland. And... Um, playing it on the East Coast. They played in New Haven. They played in Springfield, Mass. And they were breaking out their new tunes from that would go on to be a part of Go to Heaven. And we'll get a little bit of a taste of that uh, from this show. Yeah, we got a good fill of 1989, which was great. That Dark Star from Miami, 102689, that, that was really good. And that stayed with me. So, about 40 years ago, Grateful Dead were on the Cape, jamming. So why don't we get right to it? This is the Grateful Dead, Cape Cod Coliseum. Share the women we can share the 
just jump the watchman Right outside the fence Took his rings for bucks and change Ain't that even said Hurts my ears to listen And it burns my eyes to see Cut down a man in Cobra Shannon Might as well be me
down South Colorado West Texas bound We stopped over in Santa Fe 
Right down the point Just about halfway And you know it was the hottest part of the day I took the horses up to the start Went to the bar room, ordered drinks for all Two days in the saddle, then you know my body hurt It been summer, I took off my shirt And I tried to wash off some of that dust of dirt Which Texas cowboys, there's all around With liquor and money, there's loaded down So soon after payday, though it seemed a shame He's a friendly game Yeah, I know Jack and the winner take the hand Above clear blue sky, he's a 
Paid his way, he said, red-eyed 
the rest of the girls for turning tricks, but you're scared of Stigley. Stigley, a bad man, and he shot in my dirty deal.
peace band on the corner play near my God to be Find a whisper, a different tune, what too good at be?
price for beer. Certain sort of sound in the rain falling down. 
this is heaven But even rainbows fillin' Now my sails are fillin' And the wind is willin' And I'm good and it's gone again We'll be walkin' So I'm sure that I can dance Like a tiger in a trance Just to say the circumstance In the rain fallin' down
my shoe I hate to leave you Sitting there composing Lonesome blues Close to show You don't ever know My cheeks got you playing Played so Wait until that deal Don't you let that deal go But the truth goes to show you don't ever know But each kind of baby play it slow Wait until that deal go round Don't you let that deal go round Wait until that deal go round take a short break that's what Bobby Weir was going to say well that was the dead doing deal out of Saint of Circumstance out of Lost Sailor from 1027-79 before that Stagger Lee Jerry Garcia making sure he counted out the beginning of the song and then we heard Minglewood Blues Easy to Love You, a new song for the band Brent Midland's addition to Go to Heaven. Before that, Brown-Eyed Woman, very tight. Big River out of Me and My Uncle, Candyman, and Jack Straw to open up the Cape Cod Coliseum, 1027-79, on a Saturday night. Good show. This show gets many accolades. Some, I don't even know where the accolades come from, but it is sprinkled with accolades. When they put out the big, I don't know, what is it, Around the Sun, 30 Years, something Around the Sun. This was the show that represented 1979. I think the first set is very good. Some people think it's just really the second set that is so amazing, but I like the Jack Straw. There was a point in Big River where you couldn't hear Jerry Garcia's guitar, and then you could. 
That's what I like about dead bootlegs. They're funky. They got funky recordings. Well, if you had $8.50, you could have gotten a ticket for this show back in 1979. This venue holds about 7,000 seats. It's described as like a tin New England hockey rink. And the the heat from the from the show and from the folks, it it it, it made the place steamy. And when they opened the doors, you could you could just see the steam come out. So the Cape Cod Coliseum now, I was just trying to figure this out, is now a warehouse for the Christmas tree shops. And if you live around here, the Christmas tree shops are awesome. If you're not a millionaire. You can go there and you buy things real cheap. And um, they have a slogan. Everybody loves a bargain at Christmas tree shops. But it is now the warehouse for this place. But I was listening, or listening, I was reading a really nice description of somebody who was at the show way back when. And one of the things that he remembered very fondly was the camaraderie and the fraternity of the deadheads in the parking lot in Cape Cod and that it reminded him of Lewiston, Maine, which would happen about a year later or so in 1980. But, you know, back before the whole touch of gray, whack of crazy doodleness, you know, people would just hang out and they were cool with each other. Um, you could really get to know somebody that you would never meet except at a dead show. Everybody was cool with each other. A lot of crazy relationships and stories and all that, but it was very laid back. And then it got intense. But these were the good times. These were the good parking lot times of the dead. Well, before we get to the second set, you know, uh, you may have read about how Bobby Weir stays fit. He just had a birthday, but um, he's into this working out, this kind of intense working out where he takes this big hammer and he swings at a tire. And he describes how it's an ancient kind of practice, but he is committed to staying fit, working out. And he says, you know, at our age, at my age, you know, if you don't stay fit, you don't, you can't come back. And so he's committed to this. And of all the members of the Grateful Dead, you know, we all knew that he was one of the guys who was into staying fit, working out, in good shape. And in this article, you know, he talks about how, like, you know, I didn't try to impose my ideas about physical fitness on the band. And I thought, yeah, no shit. Uh, <laughs> we, could, we could easily tell that was true. Yeah, like tell Jerry Garcia, hey, you need to get in shape. I just thought that was funny. Well, Bob Minkin, who's a photographer, good friend of the Deads, he has a new book out. This may have been out for a while, but I was just reading about it. It's a new coffee table book of his photographs of Jerry Garcia. So that'll be something to look for. It might be a Christmas present. And as you know, um, there was a Days Picks release, but it's already sold out. Like, just like that. But there's another album that's going to be coming out. It's called Ready or Not, and it is a collection of the songs that were new for the band before Jerry died, uh, that never made it into the studio. Um, pretty cool. You know, these are things from like 
you know, 92, 93, 94, 90, maybe 95. Yeah, they keep putting out the stuff. Which is good, right? Keeps us on our toes. Well, um, you know, one thing about the island, and I've talked about this before, we have skunks. And there's this one skunk that's been uh, hanging around where I am. And he's gotten pretty big. I don't know if it's a he or a she. I can't tell. But last summer, my dog went after it. My dogs, if they catch a skunk, they'll kill it. And I, you know, I don't really have a Buddhist problem with that. But this one got away. Because once the dog gets sprayed, they're all like, ah, I can't see. And they start rubbing their heads in the sand and the dirt and the grass. But this thing was injured, and it limped away. And now it's back, and it's still it's kind of it still kind of limps. So I'm I, you know it's, I'm pretty sure it's the same skunk. And my dog, and she's a you know she's not a male dog, so she's not as you know intensely aggressive. But she's on watch. She's on point, and she knows to be. Like they kind of even have an understanding. It's not a perfect understanding. It's not like a beautiful, you know, understanding because I came home the other night and clearly she got sprayed. But I've seen her very close to the skunk and they kind of like, you know, it's not all that aggressive. So Nantucket beat Martha's Vineyard High School football last, this, this past weekend. Like decisively, it was like 42 to 20. It kind of hurts. I don't get it. Nantucket is uh, an island that's even further out than Martha's Vineyard. It takes like two and a half hours by ferry to get to Nantucket. It only takes like 50 minutes to get to Martha's Vineyard. I don't know. Like, they don't have more people than us, but like, what are, like, are they, they recruiting people to be high school football players? I don't understand how... Something's going on there. I'm going to let you in on a little secret, too. There are no skunks on Nantucket. There's too many skunks on Martha's Vineyard. I'm tired of them beating us in football. And I feel like maybe there's a solution here in terms of me feeling like the world is equal and balanced. You see where I'm going with this. Hey, let's go to the second set, 10-27-79. Ah, Pepe Le Pew, how are you?
tell you where the phone rings. That one good ring, baby, you can't take. Watch by night, watch by day. If you get confused, listen to the music play.
Let's go.
show you but you drive me back
To the mountain, I was drinking some wine. Looked up into heaven, Lord, I saw a mighty sign. Red fire across the heaven, painted black and white. Get prepared, gonna be a party tonight. Well, uh, woo, Saturday night. Well, uh, one more. Saturday 
Genau. One more Saturday night. That's a good encore for a Saturday night show. Grateful Dead at the Cape Cod Coliseum. 10-27-79. Right on. Before that, we heard Around and Around. And before that, we heard a Black Peter. And then Not Fade Away. Out of Space. Drums. The other one with a serious fill bomb, boom, right into the other one. Then a little caution jam, at least that's what they call it, on a He's Gone. And then before that, Franklin's Tower on a Dancing in the Streets to open up the second set. And uh, that's a long Franklin's. I thought it was 20 minutes, but they say it comes in at 17 minutes. And that dancing into Franklin's is uh, well-revered. People love it. People just praise it. They think it's great. It's the most amazing thing. And it is poetry. It is beautiful. It's nice to hear it again. And I hope you enjoyed it. That's our complete featured show. And then the next night, Sunday night, they open up with Half Step into Franklin's, which is pretty rare that they would do Franklin's two nights uh, in a row back-to-back like that. Who knows what's going on? After Cape Cod, they go to Nassau Coliseum for three nights, then Providence, two nights in Philly, once in uh, the Cap Center in Landover, then Buffalo, and then Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's interesting, looking at the set list, they're a little sparse. They're not as packed as uh, the set list uh, that we would see in 1980 and 1981. But Brent is finding his groove. He is doing well. Yeah, Jerry and Brent totally linking up on the dancing in Franklin's. And then before the Cape Cod shows they were in New Haven and they started off this tour in Springfield, Mass. I always liked singing dead shows in Springfield. I just always thought it was like a low-key kind of easy city to be in. It's not a big New England city. It's not kind of, I don't know, just an easy city. New Haven is New Haven, but you know, I don't know. I had a lot of wild times in New Haven. I don't know, the dead probably had some funky times, but, yeah. Well, cool. 40 years ago. Okay, so as I'm sitting here spacing out, I, uh, I'm i getting psyched for this show. I want to go backwards, though, about He's Gone. We, we did hear a He's Gone on this show, uh, a really nice one. So the song starts off in 72, right? On the Europe 72 tour. By May of 72, the song starts being experimented and starts um, connecting with other tunes and links up with the other one. In September, the song starts going in either to the other one or trucking. In 1973, He's Gone would usually go into trucking. 74, kind of the same thing. 
By 1977, it was a lot of estimated profits into He's Gone. You would hear him a lot in 1978. In 1979, we start seeing He's Gone going into the other one or trucking again. So there's this kind of big loop, which I'm kind of fascinated by. And we will spend more time focusing on that as the weeks and months go on. Hey, October is almost over. And it's a good question. What are you going to do to make this year count? We got we have two more months. And is there something we can do, you can do, I can do to end 2019 as a, as a year that we'll remember and give us fullness? Like, is there something that we thought we were going to do and we haven't done yet? Like, think about that. And while you do that, let's do a Halloween show, Jerry Garcia with Merle, Legion of Mary. This is from 1031, 1974, San Francisco. Check it out.
All right. That's the Legion of Mary from Halloween of 1974 at the gym at the University of San Francisco. That's how I'm a road runner, baby. Yeah. I like that tune. And before that, we heard Mystery Train and Expressway to Your Heart. Legion of Mary was with Merle Sanders and John Kahn. Martin Fierro on the sax, Paul Drums, Paul Drums, Paul Humphrey on the drums. Yeah, pretty serious stuff. Because um, it sounds like uh, there's more than one saxophone player. But that's pretty good stuff right there. And, you know, nice Halloween show. The Dead had taken a break at this point. And so here's Garcia jamming on his own with some of his friends. Cool. Hope you enjoyed that. So I've been debating about what we're going to end this week's stream on, but I really, really want to hear this dark star. Let's go to 1969. Let's feel groovy. 1025, 1969. Thank you. 
bells of heaven ring Tell me what you've done it for
Well, all right. Grateful Dead doing a nice jam. Out of China Doll. 1028-84 in Berkeley. At the Community Theater. And before that, we heard a really very nice Dark Star. One of the best ones I've heard in a long time. 1025-1969. It's been around a long time, but I haven't heard a nice Dark Star like that. In a long time. Dark Star from 1025-69 Winterland in San Francisco. I'm going to say sayonara. Next time I see you, I'll be back from New York City. Coming back from the Dead & Company shows. Hey, have a good week. And I'll see you next month. And we'll continue this conversation of live Grateful Dead right here on Shakedown Stream. Hey, be kind. Fare thee well. And keep the peace. I leave you with this.
Listening to the wind's high